In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In page 419, we sang this song at the beginning of the ninth hour. This is He who offered Himself on the cross, an acceptable sacrifice for the salvation of our race. His good Father inhaled His sweet aroma in the evening on Golgotha. The church here is showing us the meaning of Christ, fulfilling the meaning of the burnt offering uh, that was planned by God in the Old Testament. So let me share with you a few verses from Leviticus to see the, how each sacrifice in the Old Testament were giving a side of the cross. None of them is symbolizing the whole cross, but everyone just giving one side of it. So in Leviticus chapter 1, Now the Lord called Moses and spoke to him from the tabernacle of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, again it's a choice, as we spoke an hour ago, it's willfully he offering himself. And he added again, You shall bring your offering to the of the livestock of the herd and of the flock, if his offering is a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a meal without blemish. He shall offer it of his own free will. Again, he shall offer it of his own free will. At the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord. So the sacrifice from the beginning, it is a willful sacrifice. <coughs> and we read in the, in the Coptic hymn, this is he who offered himself on the cross willfully again. An acceptable sacrifice for salvation of our race. And then his father inhaled his sweet aroma in the evening of Golgotha. You will find at the very end of it, and it's repeated twice, that it is a burnt sacrifice an offering but made by fire a sweet aroma to the Lord and this is what the Lord has done on this hour you'll find the same thing <coughs> happening on the day of atonement the day of atonement is the tenth day of the seventh month of the Jewish calendar <coughs> and this is exactly what happened on the cross let me share with you first few verses and to see what happened on the cross. He is the burnt offering, or burnt offering was showing aside that he was smelled as a sweet aroma before the Father. In the day of, that, of atonement, he has to offer two things. Verse chapter 16 and verse 3 from the book of Leviticus. Thus Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and of a ram as a burnt offering. So now he is offering two. Burnt offering and sin offering. You will find each one he has to lay his hand. Some people mistakenly say that by laying his hand he is putting his sins on him, on the bull or on the ram. But most of the church fathers know it is to unite yourself with the bull or the ram. That he is going to die and his life or he will offer you life that you are going to enjoy it. So it is a sort of unity between the sacrifice and the offer of the sacrifice itself. Then he says this in chapter 16 verse 14. He shall take some of the blood of the pole and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat 
on the east side and before the mercy seat he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times so <clears throat> willfully he is offering himself and now the high priest will take this blood and sprinkle it over the mercy seat of the Ark of Covenant and let me think with you for a few minutes in the mercy seat the Lord commanded Moses to put three things <coughs> two tablets of stone with the Ten Commandments the jar of manna and the staff of Aaron so we'll focus on one thing now we'll focus on the Ten Commandments God knows in the Old Testament that everyone broke the commandments and in the New Testament everyone broke the commandments as well in the Old Testament there was <coughs> a cover or a lid or a cover for the Ark of Covenant this cover was called the mercy seat it has the two cherubim and God was talking to them to Moses among them but now he is telling us inside the Ark of Covenant the tablets showing that me and you and everyone else has broken the commandments and through the mercy seat which is sprinkled once a year with the blood of the sacrifice the burnt offering and the sin offering and again once every year only the high priest can do this he is covering my sins so first of all he is pleasing God with his sacrifice willfully he smelled it as a sweet aroma to tell him now the work has been done now this has been abolished this has been defeated as we said in the morning first he has to raise us from death and then to heal us from our sickness our sickness was sin this was the problem sin is a disease salvation is a process so now he is going to heal us from our sins so sprinkling the blood seven times on the mercy seat was a healing for their sins and forgiveness of their sins in the Old Testament. Christ entered into the holiest of all with his blood and not with the blood of goods and rams but with the blood of his own self. And this is exactly what St. Paul recorded in Hebrews chapter 9. Let me share just a couple of verses. Verse 12 he says, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. His eternal redemption offered once for all, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with the blood of his own self. He continued in the same epistle, verse 23 and verse 24, to tell us this act became an eternal act. We shared this yesterday in the liturgy of the Great Sabbath Day. That all the acts of Christ were eternal in the economy of the Holy Trinity, revealed to us in time, and remained eternal. Hear what St. Paul says. In verse 23, Therefore it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heaven should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. Now it's a Christ sacrifice, not bulls and goats anymore. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God to us. now to appear in the presence of God for us so what we are seeing in each and every liturgy it is a prototype or a scene of what is unseen 
we see Christ offering himself on the altar and in the same time he's before the Father interceding for our sins interceding for the new creation that we have received through him again how to apply this in my life and in your life this Good Friday five times if you remember when we sing so that you go we say my Lord my Savior my salvation my praise my strength all these things are mine to enjoy a newness of life through repentance and confession to enjoy a newness of life through being united once more in the body and the blood through the body of the blood of Christ so again we are singing and praising and praying for a newness of life for every one of us again as I said a few minutes ago we are not here to go home as we came we are not commemorating the death of Christ we are reliving the power of his death reliving the power of his resurrection reliving every single event was in the economy of God eternal revealed in time 2000 years ago and will remain eternal to whosoever is going to stretch out his hands and enjoy it again it's a call of repentance for me and for every one of us call of confession call of reuniting ourselves with the body and the blood of Christ in its fullness and to convey to us the entire newness of life for every one of us may the Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever Amen